Sangram here, super excited. On March 4th, we launched Account-Based Marketing Foundations course on LinkedIn in partnership with LinkedIn. There are 19 videos, four minutes and under. So literally in an hour, you can be account-based marketing certified if you have a LinkedIn account. So again, I don't need your email address or anything like that. You can literally go on LinkedIn. If you have a premium account, you can do it for free. If you don't have a premium account, then you can get a 30-day free subscription to that and they will let you take the course. And then you can put that certificate on your LinkedIn saying that you are account-based marketing certified. So good luck. Check it out. It's only going to last for 30 days. So I'm going to have this snippet run for the next few weeks and then it will be gone. So if you want to take this course for free, check it out, go. And this is going to make and change the way you do marketing in your organization. I think the way that we do this is we try to align one-to-one across teams and really create a close partnership You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, and in these episodes, we focus on one of two things. We'll either be sharing one of our favorite and most actionable talks from a Flip My Funnel event, or you'll hear Sangram and someone from the Terminus team discuss how they're getting better in a specific functional area of Terminus's business. And remember, like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. Sangram here. Welcome to the Flip My Funnel podcast. One of the big challenges that I hear all the time is, is all around, how do I enable my internal teams to do ABM? And I haven't really had clear answers or responses for it until I stumbled upon a couple of folks who actually are doing it. And I saw what they're doing. I thought it'd be really fun and cool to learn from their experiences. So Jordan and Cassie, welcome to the show. Thank you. We're happy to be here. All right. We'd love for you both to share a little bit about yourself, your role, and uh, maybe a fun fact. Sure. I'll start. I am Jordan Finelli. I'm an account-based marketing associate at iSIMS. In my previous professional experience, I've been immersed in the programmatic ad space as well as digital supply chain management. And fun fact about me, I have a new puppy. His name is Jameson. And he likes to pick out my shoes for me in the morning, which is very nice of him. Um, Unless his master plan is to actually steal them, but I haven't fully figured out what he's trying to do yet. So... Wow. What, what, what breed What breed do you have? He's a mixed breed. He is a rescue. He's a lab mixed with German Shepherd, Australian Shepherd, a bunch of things, but a cute little black puppy. Awesome. I love that. Love that. At one of the Flip My Funnel conferences, we actually had a adoption center rescue for dogs adoption. People actually adopted dogs from oh, a Flip My Funnel conference. It was like the best thing that I still remember people talking about. What a cool awesome. thing. Yeah, it was, it was right to some of the boots. So a lot of the boots were really happy because there was a lot of traffic and, you know, all the marketing and sales talk. And then you see a puppy, uh, you're like, you know, you're, you're happy. Puppies make everything better. So I can definitely see how that would be a positive. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. All right. And hi, I'm Cassie Sperber. I'm also an account-based marketing associate at iSense. The past five years I've spent in both B2C and B2B marketing. I'm a little bit newer on the B2B side in the last year or so. And let's see, my fun fact is that I'm getting married in six months. So I am very... Congratulations. (laughs) That is a big deal. That is a big deal. So before we jump into this topic, both of your titles are ABM, which is a new thing, right? Like, you know, two years ago, would you have thought that would be your title? Definitely not. (laughs) 
not coming from someone who is very operational. I, I didn't expect to take the foray back into a broad marketing role, but I like the account-based focus because it does have that technical aspect. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think coming from B2C, I definitely, I think, didn't see myself in that role, but it's really awesome because it is, I think, newer and taking over B2B. And also it's, it's iterative and there's challenges to it. So it makes it fun in a way. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So let's dive into it. Like how do you, how to enable your internal teams to do ABM? How, like, you know, why is this important? I think that enabling is important because at Heisman's, we actually refer to it as account-based revenues because it truly has to encompass both marketing and sales for it to be successful. So we don't want to put ourselves into silos, which tends to happen at organizations that are trying to run marketing and sales functions to the same account simultaneously, but just aren't speaking the same language to each other. So building process that can enable sales to leverage the marketing tools that we're using as well, I think really helps us to tell a better story across the board. Wow. How does the process work? If you have to share with somebody like, you know, who's like, okay, we know ABM is important. We know sales and marketing needs to act as one team. We know it's all about the revenue. How, like, if you were to practically share some, like, you know, two or three different things to do, what would you say? I think one little tidbit that's interesting about like our teams is that we actually sit right next to each other. So our um, account development team literally is our neighbors. We work hand in hand with them. We're in like, you know, a first name basis. And when they need help on something or we have a question about how they leverage a report or want to look up something in the system, like we're just very much uh, hand in hand working as a cohesive unit and making sure they're in the know on maybe ad campaigns that we have live. They're providing us feedback regularly. So I think it's really all about you know, just working as a partnership as opposed to two separate teams. That That is great. How, how big is the account-based team or marketing team and sales team in your organization? The marketing team is pretty large, which is really awesome to see because I think that it's interesting when, you know, some companies have a nice focus on the marketing function. But as far as account-based goes, there are three of us <laughs> right now. We're just part of an outbound function, which is growing, which is really great. So it's it's nice to be a part of a large marketing organization, have a lot of support, but be kind of the starters for the account-based revenue practice. Right. That's pretty cool. All right. So the one is sitting next to each other. What other tips do you have for people who are trying to create this enablement in their organization? I think it's just trying to speak this, the same language and the right language within the organization. I think that each company has their own vernacular as far as, you know, lead and opportunity and just marketing influence terminology. So just taking kind of what our account success manager, Ryan, and our previous one, Emily, have handed us from Terminus as far as, you know, materials that you have on hand. has yes. been super helpful because we're not trying to reinvent the wheel with enablement materials because there are, you know, a couple of us trying to make sure that across the board, across the business, everyone's getting what they need. But being able to translate something that we know is so valuable to account-based revenue into ISIM's terms, I think that's what really helps us to enable across the board. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And, and you know, when I looked at, you had a whole deck around your entire, like, like how, how did that come about? Like, well, what is the normal day-to-day activities around decks? Like how many times do you report on? How many times you have that conversation? Well, what does that look like? Yeah. So I think, you know, working with our Terminus campaigns and how that ties to our accounts and Salesforce is something that is in 
myself and Jordan's day to day. Um, we, we live, sleep, eat, breathe. It's, it's our child. <laughs> um, but just making sure that we can put that in a, like the terminology that is useful for our sales team, for other people in marketing um, who are not in this every single day. So we really wanted to take, um, as Jordan mentioned, the materials that our CSM has provided us that have worked for other Terminus clients, making it really applicable to our Salesforce instance, to um, the ways that our account development reps use the system and apply it to their cases and be able to really help them in their day-to-day. That's what we want to do. We want to be here to support them. Yeah, totally. All right, let's talk about roadblocks because I know this is where a lot of people think about and get worried and concerned is like, okay, I can sit next to them. I can report to them. I can show all the things we are doing. That's amazing. And they should be just jumping on every single opportunity and report I sent to. What are the roadblocks that you see, like have you gone through that you can help people think about and how do you address that? I think the way that we do this is we try to align one-to-one across teams and really create close partnership. So, you know, calling someone out on the sales side who we can sit and figure out what their day-to-day looks like to figure out, you know, what do they prioritize? What's important to them? Because a roadblock can sometimes be communication. Like even though we sit across the aisle from each other, sometimes getting into your workday, you come in, you have your to-do list and you just want to execute on those things. Communication can sometimes get lost. So I think our way around that is spending one-on-one time, carving time out of the day to meet and talk about these things and then creating decks so that we're sharing materials and easily digestible ways for people who only have a couple of minutes in the morning to skim through their emails and then yeah. the next task. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's helpful. For sure. In terms of roadblocks, I think it can be a really tough thing to kind of coming from more of like an MQL model in the way that we measure things, kind of moving over to that influence way of measurement it can be a challenge to just kind of get people to rally around and, and understand that this is how we want to report on things. Especially when it can be really manual to pull those reports together. That's something I've done a lot of work on over the last year is taking, it's come a long way. It's not quite as manual anymore, but still just taking a look at how we want to look at marketing influence or marketing contribution and really using that as, especially on the outbound side of things as our core metric. And Ryan, our CSM has been really helpful in that to help us understand like, are we doing this right? You know what I mean? Is this, is this a smart way to measure things? Is this good? You know, that's something I think we're still kind of working through. It's definitely, I'll say it's less of a roadblock now. And it's, it's just kind of like a challenge that we face, but I think defining the proper metrics that you can communicate up to your CMO, it can be a challenge just on the outbound side, knowing that things are a little bit newer too. Yeah. I, I hear that all the time about what are we reporting on? And what do people see real success? But at the end of the day, to your point, this is a hand-to-hand combat working marketing and sales together and having people who are dedicated to do account-based. That's pretty cool. All right. So I'm going to try to wrap up with a couple of big ideas. And then I'd love for each one of you to share one challenge with people who are trying to create sales enablement content or create sales enablement as one of part of the things that do 
to do ABM really well. So the big idea for me that I learned was, and I, I super agree with it, at the same time we say it differently, is account-based marketing. I think it, it feels like it's all about marketing, but it's not. It's really about revenue. It's about, we, we have started to say account-based strategy as opposed to the whole point of ABM really was to bring marketing together to say that you need to focus on accounts. So I think we have crossed that hurdle as, as a community where we are now all understanding that account-based is the way to go. But I like the way you're saying it's account-based revenue to so get everybody aligned on why you're doing what you're doing. The other part is like, you can actually sit together and that way you don't have to wait for that monthly meeting where you have to report on it. So you all these conversations that are happening organically means that you know each other's first name basis and, and have a conversation so you can get to points faster. So that's a big one. And then the roadblock, I agree. I feel like what I've seen the greatest pain point is, is really, you know, where, where you're going with the MQL to influence is because we have trained the management team a lot of times or the executive team or the sales team that marketing's job is to create MQLs. And, and that's how they're measured success on. It's hard to move to a, a different level and say, no, no, it's not just that. It's really influence over every single account that, that you're going after marketing needs, needs to focus on. So those were some of the big takeaways. I'd love for each one of you to share a challenge for somebody doing this. Sure. I think a challenge on my end is creating some of an adoption timeline that isn't so technical. I think coming from an ad ops perspective, I tend to default to, well, this works and kind of lift the hood and show all of the mechanics. But to enable and really teach somebody, you need to be able to speak to what you know they will understand and what they care about. So you're just making sure you're giving the right amount of explanation of how things work, then also really focusing on the things that someone's going to care about and how it's going to affect their day-to-day. Love that timeline. Sounds good. I would say don't be scared to open the lines of communication. Ask questions. And something that I think is really powerful too is like shadow someone. Sit with them Mm. while they do their daily job and learn like what is useful to them. So like as a marketer, like we really do partner with our sales team and, and try to learn the ins and outs. So I would say that's definitely something to consider. That's pretty cool. So Jordan, Casey, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing a lot of wisdom. Yeah, thanks for having us. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.